What's up, everyone, and welcome to our very first podcast of the three and D. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I like talking all sports podcasts. Talk. I feel like I could talk more. Like, not saying I don't talk more. Like, I just feel like I could get into it more. Not saying I'm not into it, but my brain is wired. Yeah. With 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 sports, like just everything that goes yeah. back to yeah, sports. especially we know. Yeah, we definitely hear that. Yeah, we'll be talking about random stories, and he's like, you know what? Michael Jordan won three championships <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> Most unstoppable reign of basketball was from Michael Jordan from nineteen ninety to ninety three, <clears throat> then ninety six and ninety eight, which is how our podcasting is going right now. It's unstoppable. Yes, <laughs> that's the type of. So we come up with. Exactly. Sound like brains wired, but getting into it, it's that time of year, boys. Best time of the year. It's fantasy football time. Football's <laughs> right around the corner. Yeah, it is very exciting. It's uh great. It's fun to get back into it because it's like honestly the most enjoyable time. Like I think I study NFL player stats more than I actually study for school. So it's a great way to start <laughs> up the season. It's it's just it gets you ready for the season. It mm-hmm. gets you. It definitely gives you more of an anticipation for the season and more to watch, too. Like yeah, you feel not like just your own team. You yeah, have yeah, like yeah. A yeah. lot to root for. And it's, yeah. It's Which fun. fantasy football, in a way, has like definitely hurt football fans. Like, not football fans. Football fandom, I think. Like with how like people like react to some people don't root for their own teams. Like well, they root for their yeah. fantasy like, teams. I didn't do yeah, fantasy football like at all last year. And I, I kind of enjoyed watching Falcons play more than if it was like fantasy football and they're playing someone. That like I have on my fantasy team, you know what I mean. And it's I just like think a, like, people wouldn't watch like NFL Red Zone as much as they Red do. Zone. Red Zone is great if you're a fantasy football player, but if you're if you're more of a football fan, you want to watch full games. I feel yeah, like you want to get a. F- I just like to switch during commercials because I get tired yeah, of their yeah, stupid. No, 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 yeah, 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 no, 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 definitely, yeah. definitely. But let's let's just let's just get into this. Everyone has their sleepers, their busts. Who you're. What what you're looking for? So we're gonna give ours on our very first podcast here. Yep. So our sleepers. We'll start off with Chris. Do you want to go one by one, or are we gonna go like our whole list? Nah, I can just go your whole list. Uh, I have a decent amount of people. Um, to start off. I think I want to go with kind of like the third round running backs with McCoy and Howard, just because I saw like Derrick Henry's going above them, and I think they're both more talented than him. Yeah, hundred percent. And I don't trust the Titans, so it's kind of like. Like, the people going, like, I don't know. I think the third-round running backs kind of fell off because I got McCoy and Howard with, like, first and second round last year. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so it's, like, it's a little weird to see them I don't know why Jordan Howard on. drops so low. Yeah, and I just saw a report that uh, they're going to play him on third downs more, so maybe he's going to catch the ball more. That offense yeah. is going to be a lot better this year. Yeah, hopefully. exactly. And I think LaShawn McCoy is 100%. What you have to, people forget is the committees, and especially with, Henry and Derek, uh, Derek Henry, Derek Henry and Deion Lewis. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot more of, of of sixty forty splits than mm-hmm. with Lashawn. It's probably gonna be more of a seventy five twenty five. It might be split. higher than that. I don't yeah. know who their backup is. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's Chris Ivory, I think. Is it Chris Ivory? And who's Come on. that? Yeah, exactly. A power back that'll get six yeah, carries. Like, in he a might game. get suspended, but I highly doubt it because she already admitted that she like, lied about it. But yeah, and it's it's too late now. I feel. I don't think that's like. And everything always gets pushed off from years and years and whatever. But um, next I had, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Nelson Aguilar because 
I think uh, there's a chance that Alshon Jeffrey might be out for a little while with his torn rotator cuff. So. You took mine. Really? Yeah, I Wait. had a feeling when you said that. Yeah. Has he played in training camp no. or he has practice or anything? No, he's he's expected to play week one, but there's a chance it's looking that he less can. and less likely. That he's I, yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, because he got he played the whole last season. I remember. With the torn yeah, rotator I remember cuff. he had the surgery and everything. I didn't think he was that serious, so I thought oh, yeah, he'd be yeah, back yeah. by training. He played camp. a whole season on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. I mean that could be because he was a playmaker for the Eagles last year, and then um, I just think he's gonna get more more targets this year too, as well. And yeah, it also depends on if Carson's playing yeah. healthy because it might be like three or four games till you see Carson wins. Yeah, yeah, the the true Carson wins. Yeah, um, just two others. Uh, I have uh, I went with T. Y. Hilton. That's that's good okay. because like I saw him like around like the three four ish a little probably earlier than that like, but like. I still think he should go over people. Like, I think he's just, like, I don't, like, the third round's obviously early, second round's kind of early. When Andrew but, Luck played, I yeah. think the last season he played, he was, like, one of the top, like, two or three in receiving yards. Yeah, like, he get, he's a stud when he gets the ball. And so I think, like, maybe he might fall a little bit further. Like, he might surprise some people. Yeah, he's one of those guys I can see, like, getting drafted in, like, the third round and end up being, like, a top-six receiver exactly. fantasy-wise this year. There's mm-hmm. going to be people above. Like, that's why, that's why I'm, like, saying it's, like, a bit of a sleeper. Yeah, not, yeah. No, like, I no, just feel like I, know what you're saying. I haven't heard his, like, I honestly forgot about T.Y. Hilton, and I was like, wow, he's actually really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, um, uh, I I guess this can go with it. Um, I put Mark Ingram because he was, like, a top-five running back in the league last year, and even though he suspended four games, I think he's falling to, like, the seventh, eighth round. I think it's three yeah, games, like it's right? only yeah. it's not that much, no, no, no. and like that's pretty much like what happened last year with Adrian Peterson being on the team for the first whatever couple games. If and you're if you're picking uh, if you pick him with the seventh round, he's going, that's pretty. That's, late. that's what I'm saying. You're the the value you're getting there, even though you're missing three games in that round, is so much higher than what you would get from like someone like say like like I'm I'm not 100 yeah. sure, but like like say like a. If you're in a 12-man league or a 14-man league, maybe you get, like, Nick Chubb in the 8th or ninth yeah, round. Third, like, and who's a third round back. Or you get Duke Johnson there, maybe. I like Duke Johnson. I like Duke Johnson, too, especially still, like, PPR. Yeah, like, him but, and Kamara just killed it last year, and I feel yeah. like there's no way that's going to fall off. Like, there's no way. Like, Kamara kind of fed off of Ingram. And then they fed off each other a yeah, lot, too. Exactly. They're two totally saying. different runners. <clears throat> and so there's no way they're going to be like, all right, Kamara, you're really good last year, so we're going to give you all the carries. Like, there's yeah, no yeah. way that happens. It's still going to be like a 60-40 split. Is, is Mark That's Ingram fine, in though. the yeah. contract here? No, I don't know if he is or not. Uh, I think I thought he just re-signed. No, I'm pretty sure he had a special clause in his contract. If he did, if he made all pro, he would have been a... Free agent. But he didn't make all pro, I don't so believe. I think it is his contract year, though. Yeah. Okay. I believe it is. Okay. And that gives him more play for him. Yeah. Especially 100%. if, like, because, like, if they don't keep him, he needs to prove that he can still play in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah, other no, teams. definitely, definitely. So. My um, sleepers. So I'm going to start off with someone I saw was, like, the 36th ranked running back. And if he can stay healthy, I think he can really be a, a really good receiving back because he's proved it. It was Ty Montgom- Montgomery. Yeah, I'm honestly I'm I don't like him at all this year, but it's because it goes, like, he was really good a couple years ago. And then it goes yeah, again. He was hurt like, a lot last year. And the I split think, running backs because they have Aaron Jones, yeah, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. I'm and not Ty I'm Montgomery. not the biggest Jamal Williams fan. I think he had like four really big runs last year, and that's why his yards per carry was a little bit higher. Yeah, take them away. Been. It was like two and a half. But, yeah, he's not he's not very good. But I don't for believe. like you said, like what he ranks for his value, that's a that's a that's yeah, a, yeah, especially like a PPR. Yeah, PPR league definitely, definitely, definitely really 
I like that. that. If he's there in the ninth round or the eighth round, I think that's like very late. Especially yeah, exactly. With Aaron exactly. When you, when Ty Montgomery might like when he was when he was healthy two years ago and even last year a little bit, he was he was really good for a little while there. Mm-hmm. He had a really nice stretch. My other one is Deontay Foreman for the Houston Texans. That's a good one. Because I think he, I think Lamar Miller could easily end up losing that job mm-hmm. to him because because it kind of looked like he was last year until Deontay Foreman got hurt, right? Uh yes. Before, didn't he have a huge run in the like towards, and towards, he had, yeah, towards he ACL hurt, or something hurt, like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's, I th- I'm pretty sure he's gonna come back. He should be back for like week one or week two, but I could definitely see Deontay Foreman ended up ending up taking that I, job I by like week, by like week five or week six. Right, because not to spoil anything, but I had Lamar Miller as one of my busts. Yeah, Yeah. But um, and then my sleeper, which we already all talked about, my receiver sleeper is Nelson Aguilar because I feel like he, he's gonna get. I, I felt during the end of the season last year, he really got put his like. He shined. He really shined. He really did. He was good in the playoffs too. Yeah, and you know what he is? He's good for, get him in open in an open area, and, he's and he scary. makes people miss tackles. And I really like that out of receivers, and I really like that complimenting Mike Wallace now, who's going to be our deep receiver, mm-hmm. and Alshon Jeffrey. He might eat in the middle of the who, field. Yeah, you're going to have the, – the middle of the field's going to be wide open this year especially. I feel like quarterbacks are really going to have a great year this year. Like, I, I think you might see the resurgence of quarterbacks like Eli Manning, things like that. Just because I, I really have a feeling the the middle of the – no, I, I don't have a feeling. I know the middle of the field's going to be wide open. Especially with the new penalty. Ex- exactly. With I know exactly rules. what you're talking about, the, yeah. You're gonna see so many receivers just eating in the in the middle of the field this year. You might see, I I can honestly see like maybe like three or four quarterbacks having like either five thousand yards or close to five thousand yards this year. Yeah, just wow. if they're, if they're throwing a lot, I I, I think I'm, we might see it. Mm-hmm. So this is the year of the receivers, I think. It's I really deep. It's really yeah, deep yeah, this yeah, year, yeah, and there's there's a lot. always yeah there's always like a decent amount of receivers. Yeah, definitely, but. Speaking, yeah, speaking of your, receivers, yeah. my first sleeper was uh, Mike Williams from the Chargers. I think um, I like I, he's a first round talent. He's got really good talent, and I think that he could be a starter. Did you see that one preseason touchdown catch he's he had? He looks very, very. good. He's looking yeah. really good. I like Mike Williams. Um, another guy I took wide receiver, running back, and tight end only because I felt like it. Running back, I had a uh, Ronald Jones from the Bucks. Cause I feel yeah, like I can see that. Cause I feel like I like him in USC. He was a really good runner, and he could catch the ball too. And I, they don't yeah. really have a set running back well, right now. Yeah, I saw. Um, they announced the starter was Peyton Barber. Yeah. Right. And then um, Charles Sims is just tore his ACL and he's out for season now. So right. That opens it up more for Ronald Jones and obviously like who's Peyton Barber. Yeah, I just, exactly. I just really dislike that team. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, no, I, same. That's why no, I, I agree with you. Same thing. I don't think it's a good team, but I think Ronald Jones. Yeah. No, he's definitely gonna have. Um, Fantasy, um, fantasy relevance. Yeah, yeah, right. You can catch the ball. Yeah, exactly. Any, any. If you're in a PPR league and you and you can get any running back that gets receptions, you, he's fantasy relevant. Right, exactly. Especially in a deep league like a twelve man. Yeah, league, when you need league. the people like that. Yeah. yeah, who could actually catch the ball. Yeah, definitely. And then um, tight end had David Njoku. I think he's gonna have a really good year. Okay. I'm worried about that because, I mean, it depends. I on, saw he was dropping a lot. Yeah, I saw he was dropping on training camp, but then he had the preseason game with two touchdowns. Yeah, And then a the touchdown uh, before. And then the yeah, game he, after that, he had a touchdown. Too, yeah, yeah, or yeah. not even touchdown. And I think Tyrod yeah, passes to his tight, tight end a lot. lot. Like Charles, Charles Clay. Clay yeah. Even Nick O'Leary last year when Charles yeah. Clay went down, Nick O'Leary yeah, really like, was fantasy relevant, too. Yeah, and then I could see, like, if Baker comes in, I could see him. I don't know. He's really good, so he knows what he's doing, but I feel like rookie quarterbacks kind of like. 
try to give the tight end a running back a little safety, bit more. It's a safety mm-hmm. blanket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that he could be if he's actually like because he was the first round first round pick for a reason. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's why I think uh, Jarvis Landry is going to be really good this year. Yeah, PPR wise, right? Because I think he's going to have so many catches because. He's going to be on, like, the small, more, short routes, small, yeah, and Tyrod yeah. loves those short routes. And then if Baker ends up coming in, he's going to be that. Sec- he's going to be another Same security thing. blanket yeah. for, for Baker. Just just flip it out to him and get six yards after the catch. Right. And uh, moving on the bust, I- I'll start it off. Uh, I have Kenyon Drake. Now, my problem with Kenyon Drake is he's going in, like, the third or fourth round. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, yeah, I did a mock early. today, and, like, I saw him, and I was like, it's, and it's, it's I like, really like him. This I, is the problem. I, I, I like really who he like is. I hate the Dolphins. Like I love the Dolphins because they're supposed to be my team. I don't know why, but <laughs> but like I just don't like. I feel like he was really good last year, but then wasn't there another like uh, something Williams? Right? Wasn't there a running back Williams on the team that Damian? Damian? Yeah, Williams. Damian Williams. Like I feel like he had a couple good games, and I feel like their running backs just kept shuffling between who's going to be good and that. Yeah, kind of and, yeah, and my problem. One thing with Drake is he's very good at making people miss in the backfield, yeah. which is a, which on that team you have to be because yeah. that offensive line is, is is really bad. So he, I think he's really good. I had Kenny on Drake last year. I I like him a lot. Just not third round. I don't like him for the third round, and I'm also afraid because Adam Gase said that they're gonna really um, use Frank Gore a lot this year as well. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. they had him. Yeah, and yeah, he's been like itching to play in preseason. Or yeah, yeah. So he, Adam Gase. Basically said he's gonna split the ball fifty fifty with them two, and if I'm taking a a running back in the third round that's gonna get a fifty fifty split, I and mean he's not even that big of a guarantee. I I would rather have a Jai who is in a, like a three or four man. I think a Jai is only about two right now. Honestly, I don't know how much Sproles is gonna get the ball. Yeah, I I just think I just think he's gonna get more touches. Yeah, because I I think yeah, yeah. I think a Jai no matter how you split it is gonna be getting sixty percent of the yeah, touches. And he's really good when he doesn't have to be the main guy because he has the knee problems or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. So like when he gets his just like little scoop or whatever, he and he's he gonna can. be our goal line back back this year too. So it's not gonna be yeah. not gonna be blunt. Yeah, definitely. And I also for my second bust, I have AJ Green. Who I've been the, I had I'm AJ the Green biggest too. I'm the biggest fan of AJ Green. Anyone that knows me knows I love AJ Green. I've had him in two past years. He's he's a stud. I love him so much. I've loved him since he entered the entered the league from Georgia. Now, my problem with AJ Green is not even AJ Green. Yeah. It's the fact that he's getting drafted in the second round and his quarterback is Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. who I do not really want to and with no backup there. Yeah. Option after getting rid of McCarron. Mm-hmm. He's not even good though. I don't think he's anything great special either. But the fact that that team could be one of the worst teams in yeah. football this year, too. I mean, wh- which, <clears throat> now that I'm saying this out loud, I can see him being still being very good. Because he's still been good because, no matter what. Because he could be that, like a DeAndre Hopkins of last year. Yeah, that and, and they're going to be playing down a lot. They're going to be throwing a lot. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't end up being a bust. I'm just, a, I'm just staying away from him in the second yeah. round. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's a hefty price to pay for someone that you don't, that has drop dropping issues. He's injured a little. He's always uh, yeah. He's always injuries. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't like that team. So I'm I'm staying away from. I wouldn't maybe call it a bust, but I'm staying away from AJ Green. Little yeah. bold prediction. What if the Bengals trade for Teddy Bridgewater? I was seeing a lot of things that point to the Buccaneers trading for him and then moving on from Jameis Winston altogether. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I just like that honestly just popped in my head when you were starting to talk about not having a backup and I knew Bridgewater's yeah, 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 been right. killing it so far. Right, yeah, and the Jets want to trade him too. Yeah, because you could get va- he's 
playing his value. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he's looking really good. Yeah, he, he does. I really loved. I I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. Yeah, I'm he, going back to our Hamilton days. I know yeah. you hated him, and I I liked him a lot. He's got little hands. Yeah, he got little those. hands. And the two gloves. Yeah, the gloves bother me. You can't. <laughs> I can't throw a ball in football, like especially a big football <laughs> with gloves. With on. gloves, yeah, yeah. And my other bust is not because, once again, I don't believe in his talent. It's I don't know if I believe in the quarterback. Is Adam Thielen, and he's getting drafted. I've seen a lot in the second round, and he had some really great connection with Case. With Case, yes, they 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 were on. I I feel like they they were on their like the practice squad, like not the practice squad, but they were practicing more together, yeah. and they had a lot of chemistry to, through each other. And I don't know if that chemistry is going to be the same with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and I think like Kirk Cousins, like you look back to when he was on the Skins, like. He spreads it around so much, yeah. especially with uh, freaking uh, what's his name, Devin? What's it? the running back? Whatever. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin. Dalvin. Dalvin, Dalvin yeah. Cook. Especially with him coming back, like Kirk throws to the running back. He throws to the tight end a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he could have something good. Like with his, Kyle Rudolph. Like but his yeah. receivers will hit like a thousand yards around there, but it's like each one will have like three touchdowns. You and know like, what Kirk isn't the best at either? Is in the red zone. Yeah, he's not a very good red zone quarterback. Yeah, he's honestly very overrated. I think so too. My, uh, I was talking to my dad the other day, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm really happy that the Vikings got Kirk Cousins," and I was like, "Oh, really? Why?" And he's like, "Cause he plays." He, he was like, "He was like, you know, I just feel like any team with Kirk Cousins isn't going anywhere." I'm like, you know, what? that makes so much sense. Yeah, I, yeah, like he was like supposed to be this free agency splash of a player to get. He got whatever yeah. thirty three million dollars yeah. a year, and it's like his. Stats every year are like a lot of yards. Or yeah, it's like around what Case Keenum did last year, yeah. and like that was like that still wasn't enough for them. I think Case Keenum, and I didn't have him as as a sleeper, but I think Case Keenum is going to be very, a very good quarterback this year. I hope so. I I, I really do. I I kind of I don't know I, if I that's a bold like prediction when, or not, but I just think he's going to be really good. I feel I really like do. I kind of like want to pull for him because he's kind of like the a, underdog, a late bloomer. There's been late bloomer quarterbacks yeah. throughout history, the history of the NFL, like Rich Gannon and stuff like yeah. that. So I I really believe in Kirk uh, Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum, and the Broncos this year. Yeah. They're, they're, real quick, they're over-under for wins this year. is like six, and I if I was a betting man, I would definitely go over. I would I don't know if I would touch that, personally. I think really? that's a nice... Because they lost I, I love their I love their defense, though. I just feel like it, it's slowly getting older and like a yeah. little bit worse. Like People are slowly leaving. I think yeah. Chubb and Von Miller is going to be That's disgusting. a good point. They still have Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Yeah. But uh, You want to go over your bus, Nathan? Oh, yeah. Um, Number one, I know you said you liked him. I said LaShawn McCoy. Because I think he's starting to get up there in age, where that running back age, where it's like a little 30 and a little over, is starting, like they start to deteriorate in skill. Plus, the Bills' like team is not good. I think their Bills' offense sucks. I agree with that. But then, like, if you look at them last year compared to this year, the only thing that they lost was Tyrod Taylor on offense. And they were 8 and 8 last year. Well, Richie, Richie Incognito, who's a really good guard. Wasn't he hurt a lot, though? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, that's one guard, but. And Cordy Glenn. I don't. I don't disagree. He's, He's on the Bengals. Oh, that's right. You're I don't. Right, right. I don't disagree with you. I just. I just think my my thing is, so good. my thing is. I've been saying Lashawn's gonna fall off for like the past three yeah. years now. Since he joined he the Bills, I said his career is over, and <laughs> he he's only proved me wrong every year. But right. I, but I can definitely see this year being the year that he does fall off. It's just it could it, be his last year at the Bills. Like all the stars align, like kind of. I feel it, it makes too much sense. Like yeah, it does. Like I just feel like maybe he doesn't try as hard this year. Right, because he knows they're not going anywhere. It's a rebuilding year. 
He's got the drama going on. Gonna have he's gonna have people in the backfield after him a lot this year with the bad offensive yeah. line. Makes yeah. a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with that. Um, another one I had Golden Tate, only because he's starting to get older. And he's, he's and, a playmaker, though. and they have Marvin Jones, and I like Kenny Galladay. I really I, like Kenny yeah. Galladay, too. Yeah, I think Kenny I Galladay him, will start you, to take You talked me up on him last year, and yeah. I drafted him. I was like, this is the sleeper. And he he's going to kill great, it. Yeah. And then it's like he hardly played, and I was like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could have drafted a kicker with that pick. Right? <laughs> right. I drafted Kenny Galladay. Yeah, but like Golden Tate's starting to get up there in age two, and like... Like the lines are always passing it, especially when they have Matt Stafford. Yeah. I just, I just no not run big, game. Right, well, they added Blount, and now, so yeah, that could actually change it up a yeah. tad bit. I, I like Blount on the lines actually. I love Legarrette Blount. Yeah, that is a good pickup. And they and they uh, drafted Carryon Johnson from yeah. Auburn, running back. I like him. He's, He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, some people are predicting Abdul is getting cut, and honestly. Like I like, I think it's time to walk away from him. I now. feel like yeah. I like him for some reason, but he's not good at all. Right. And so it's like, why do I like him? It's like the Dolphins because he's right. one of those guys that have been. I feel like everyone's been saying, "Oh no, uh, this should, is the year." Fantasy yeah, he wise. should be the good year. No, yeah. this is the year. It's finally gonna happen. And it's just been like kind of the same thing that happened with Zach Ertz for a while there, and Ertz finally had that year last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's your last one, Nate? Uh, going like I said earlier, oh, Lamar, Lamar Miller. Miller. Because like the De- De- Deontay Foreman and he start like I said the age thing starting and he, to get to and, that. He got and he wasn't and he wasn't good last year he just right, flat exactly. out wasn't good yeah exactly I feel like he's like everybody's saying he's a bust that it's kind of making him a little bit underrated because like people are like I hear everyone saying he's gonna be yeah. so bad and right. he was bad last year and I could see him potentially just being like a okay like a running back two or three like kind of like what happened with Hoskins Hopkins a couple years ago where like. He just fell off. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping for it because I don't know. I like him for some reason too. All right. But like, I, like, like yeah, it literally. <laughs> goes back to the Literally, offense. it does. And I don't know. It's just, I want him to be good. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Foreman, but. I really like Deontay Foreman. Yeah. I think he'd be good. Yeah, I'll get into my bus. So I have a lot. I don't know why. I just think everyone's a bust. Um, my first one's Mike Evans. Because, hmm. like, he's in the second I, round, I but... Iris, I see what you're saying. Uh, he drops everything. I saw that Jameis has the highest, like, interception percentage when targeting him. Jameis is out for the first, whatever, three, four games, I just, I just can't stand Jameis. I feel like this exactly. is the yeah, easiest... It goes back to the no team quarterback sucks. And I yeah. feel like this is the easiest league to pass in, and he just... And he can't yeah. pass. Like, yeah. it's he crazy. Just, like, he had His the one crazy... percentage t- sucks. He throws interceptions all yeah, the time. He's, like, he's God, just flat-out dumb. Yeah, like, Godwin, like, looks good in preseason, so that could potentially take he's, away from him. He's He was one of my sleepers. I just didn't write him down. I love, I love Godwin. Chris Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin. I loved him coming out of Penn State. But he had the one touchdown where, like, he did it earlier in his career, and his interception got hated for it. Where he like gets hit, and he's on the way down, and he just throws it no matter what. Yeah, and it like it should be intercepted, it's, but it just happened to get caught for a touchdown. But like it's just like a stupid play. Like like if my quarterback's making that, I'm like no, yeah, and then it happens to go in. Carson's made a couple plays like that. Remember when he's getting tackled on, on the sideline against the Seahawks, and he just threw it up. But that was also in like a third and long. Oh yeah, and, like and you needed it, and you that needed wasn't it. in the red zone. Yeah, no, no, hundred no, percent. I th- I think Jameis Winston's problem is he he thinks he does he's, it too much. He thinks he's too he's his athletic ability, quote unquote, athletic ability, and how good he quote unquote how good he is. Will make up for that throne. It just it just doesn't, it doesn't yeah. no because he's not he's not smart. Like it's no, like it would work not. in Madden, but then <clears throat> he actually does it in real life, and it's like it's like me watching like someone <laughs> dunk the ball, and then I'm like, oh, it's not that hard, is it? And then I try, and it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next one, I had AJ Green. Um. I had Christian McCaffrey. I love McCaffrey, but like he's early second round, and 
like ranked like fifteenth, and like yeah, I like I him, but like what's really gonna change all that much from last year? I right. think he might catch it a lot, but they brought in C.J. Anderson, who I think is better than Jonathan Stewart, and I feel like it's gonna have the same split. And like you said before, yeah. like I'm not taking someone who's gonna be sixty forty and a five foot nine white running back like. That's my problem with running backs in general now. It's, it's, it's a lot of splits, but like I feel like it's, he's ranked like fifteenth, and like yeah, like that's insane for yeah. me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I like him. I think he'll have a good year, but like maybe a third or fourth round. Person. I feel like our busts haven't really been like busts, but more people we ha- we are staying away from. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, my next one is kind of a bust. Kind of. I don't know. It's uh, it's. Yeah, I have two more, but I want. I'll start with. I'm put. I put Zeke on mine just because Travis wow, Frederick. Really? Is, has the immune disease, so I'm worried about that. Yeah. Zach Martin's like has an injury that he might not even play for the first week or two. And look at the rest of the line. The the right guard's horrible. Uh, they lost. Um, Layal Collins isn't good, so they pretty much. And then what's his name? Trent Williams or not Trent Williams? Uh, Tyron, Tyron Smith has a hamstring injury. Like their line's getting older, and just there's a lot of like injuries, and they don't really have a passing game, so it's not like you can really set up the run as much and. Like he's like seen as like a top five pick. Like I think he'll have a good year because he's gonna get five hundred carries. But I'm just I'm personally like so I think it's. What bust. do you think about Saquon then? Because he has the same problem. I but feel. they have that's more, what they, I said. But, but they like I when trust Chris Eli Manning more than Dak Prescott. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And he like, said they have Odell, Sterling Shepard, and Evan, Gring, Evan Ingram. The where team has to worry they, about they, their offense is definitely better than Dallas Cowboys. No, I I agree. I just their offensive I don't know. line I is like, horrible, but like I feel like I no feel matter like what, more to compensate from. In my opinion, I feel, in my opinion, Zeke is just gonna be in, in in every play, no matter what. I just mm-hmm. feel so like if you hear so like, if there's anyone that's gonna get like a ninety-five five split, it's gonna be Zeke this year. Yeah, but yeah. like Le'Veon. Yeah, but David like, Johnson and stuff like that. I think you can stack the box against the Cowboys, but how are you gonna stack the box when you have Odo Beckham on the outside? Yeah, I I. I also, though Zeke is a really good receiving back too, and I think he's okay, PBR yeah. wise. I think he's gonna. But I just think Dak because Prescott. we're, I I just think because we're Eagles fans, we're seeing it from like a. I don't know. See, like, but like I'm 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 feeling pretty good about the Giants this year though. But like, it's just, mind, you, yeah. like I feel like the Cowboys could really be like like a six win team this year. Yeah, I, I feel like they could definitely be one of the worst teams in football. And I yeah. no, like I think Zeke's very good, but like I think with Frederick going out, like they don't even know when he's coming back yet, and. Like, do you think they anticipated the best center in the league going out for a while? No, no, no. Because, like, I've seen people, uh, like, say, oh, my friend had this, my cousin had this, and your body kind of, like, goes, like, almost paralyzed, and you have, like, no strength. And they said that they didn't get their full strength back for six months to a year. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez. And that's, like, if you're, like, this huge center, like, you need to be NFL strength, not Then again, they're not, they're not an athletic freak, though. But still, you need to have strength. and have the no, best yeah, doctors in the world. 100%. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a, a weird thing. And then my last one, which he's kind of boom or bust, and I went with Josh Gordon because he's going in like the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Like I see him and Jarvis Landry are like next to each other on rankings. Yeah, he's like and, rated like the fifteenth receiver. And yeah, and like he has a hamstring injury in his first practice. He like practiced yeah. today or yesterday Did for he? the first time, and got a hamstring injury. And like like I said, like he hasn't really played to really get chemistry with anyone. And I think that whole Browns offense, like, it looks like it should be so good, but then I could see it just being, like, not as good as expected. And, like, they also have a lot of weapons around, too. So, like, I think, like... And you, Jackson's just not a good Yeah, player. exactly. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think, like, for someone who hasn't played in three years, being, like, a fourth-ranked player is, like, a little crazy to me. Played last year. Mm-hmm. A little bit, though. 
It wasn't enough. Like six weeks, I think. But, I, like, but I know what you're it's kind of like like. No, I I know what you're saying. Adrian yeah. Peterson. No, like, I feel kinda you. Like where like I I think I'd take Josh Gordon way over Adrian. No, hundred percent. But mean. like you like the kind of yeah. So uh, our next segment, people to look next segment next part in this fantasy football aspect, people to target. Who are you guys targeting? So for instance. I'm targeting Demarius Thomas because I think he has a very, I think he's a very good year this he year. He gets like a thousand yards like every year. And last year was the first year he didn't because he had Paxton Lynch starting on the wall. Terrible quarterbacks: Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, just a bunch of garbage just throwing on the ball. Right. And I just feel like he has a really good year this year, and I think drafting him in like the third round is just great value there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next is Chris Hogan because he's getting drafted in the fifth, fourth, fifth round. And I really like him for the first four weeks. And when he played <laughs> last year, he was a top 10 receiver, fantasy-wise. So that's another one, another reason why. And my next person I'm targeting, which would be probably like in the third round, fourth round, depending on how your draft. You can never really know how your draft right, end exactly up goes. Yeah. But I really like Jarek McKinnon. And I know you're not a big fan of this. I just, yeah, because like... Like what is he? He doesn't done? understand where the hype comes from. Yeah, like he wasn't good on the Vikings last year, so what he, makes everyone he, thinks he's gonna be but, better on a worse team? But he was. I I think he was good on the Vikings. You look last up his year. stats; they were really bad. He had a four yard per carry. It was three and a half. Three point. It was the three point nine. I don't think so. It was. It, I don't. But still, like, like come on now. No, which but like he Kyle like, Shanahan does really well with getting his running backs into the offense and yeah really into the receiving game too mm-hmm. and making making you have to think about but what didn't the Vikings kind of do that too they just couldn't get like he like yeah I I feel like I have a problem with you if you can't beat Latavius Murray out for a job but Latavius Murray is pretty his butt is he even on the team is. right now he's on the Vikings he's gonna get time over who. Dalvin Cook I doubt it he's gonna definitely get some carries I'm not t- I'm not giving him the ball I'm I'm not. Listen, this is just the league we live in now, though. We're watching. Like, Latavius Murray is going to steal some carries from Dalvin Cook. That's embarrassing just... to me. I would take <laughs> a Darren Sproles coming off a torn ACL and a broken arm on one play. Over oh, Latavius, Latavius Murray? Murray? Yes. Latavius Murray was pretty good last year. Latavius Murray isn't, wasn't that bad. He was, and like, he was on the verge of getting cut at one point. No, and he wasn't even that bad the year before that. For the Raiders. It, it was, was a good team. His, was, like, his yards per carry was very bad. I think Latavius Murray was pretty good. And, and they wanted the... To ma- to like mix and match with like the power running power right running back and the, the speed, speed running back yeah. yeah so I think I think Jarek McKinnon has a good year this year with the Niners and mm-hmm. in the Kyle Shanahan offense yeah so. two names I'm surprised that we haven't talked about yet honestly which I like I don't know like going after I didn't really know what you meant at first but I I put um Michael Thomas just because. I, I I just think he's gonna be good just because he has Drew Brees and he was good last year and I think like his value because he's kind of falling to like early second round like I think that's a really good spot for him yeah and then the other one was um I'm honestly surprised that he didn't come up yet and that's Devonte Adams yeah just yeah. because like the number one he receiver was really now. good last year number one receiver now like he's kind of like a he's gonna be more athletic and getting like. Like, Jordy Nelson was very, very, very good yeah. when mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers was thrown to him. And he's, like, a younger, just, I think he's me a stud. Like, he is someone, like, Yo, I don't know when he's, I don't know what his value is right now. I think it might be, like, what, a mid early second. second round. Early second. Is it? I haven't yeah. seen him early. I thought it was, like, more mid to late. But like, early to mid. He's definitely someone, I think, like, like, I think he could be a top three receiver in the second round. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird, that noise. I don't know. I'm excited yeah. for him, though. No, yeah, 100%. I think if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy too this year, he's gonna yeah. have a great year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that got off- good hands. Jimmy Graham, really good. Yeah, I really like Jimmy Graham this year too. Mm-hmm. 
Anyone you're really targeting, Nate? Yeah. Um, number one was Jordan Howard because going back to like the Bears, like their offense is going to be a lot better. And they have Matt Nagy now. That's his name, right? Matt Nagy or whatever from the yep. Kansas City. I think he's um I think he find ways to get Jordan Howard the ball and I feel like Jordan Howard's a lot lower ranked than he should be. Like the third yeah. or he's going like the third round. Yeah, I would definitely take him there. Yeah, I like, like I take him early second. If he falls to me in the late third, I am like like I was too cuz last year I'm really he, happy if he falls to me late in the Yeah, third. yeah definitely. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it, mm-hmm. but like he was first round like projected last year in my league and he fell to I think it was the 6th pick in the second round and I was like in, like so shocked that he fell there. Yeah, yeah. And now that he's falling like, another like round back, yeah. I'm like surprised because like he's like he's a bruiser. Like, yeah, he I really like him. I like him a lot. Um, another guy is uh, Tyree Kill because I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is gonna get the ball. <laughs> you all right there? Yeah, I was threw up. I like from that. hearing Tyree Kill's name. Oh wow, you don't like Tyree Kill? I love the woman beater, don't I? Wow. Didn't he, like, chokeslam the pregnant girl down the stairs or something like that? I don't know. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, Tyree Kill because Patrick Mahomes has got a better arm than Alex Smith, and I feel like he could get it to him deeper. And then another guy I had was, um, who was it? Where was he at? Uh, You really think that he's a better arm than Alex Smith? Yeah. Like, strength or accuracy? Strength. All right. Well, I mean, Cam Newton has better arm than Alex Smith, but that's I think I I you don't like Patrick Mahomes, but I think he's I think he has um I just feel like I remember last year like seeing like he was supposed to be like an early second round quarterback and then I heard the Chiefs traded up to 11 for him and I was like I was like what is Andy Reid doing in his office right now? Right. Like was he doing lines of Xanax or something? Right, right. Yeah, I know what you mean. This random quarterback. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> and then, uh for uh, another one, I Matt Ryan. Only because I think he's gonna have a oh my god I think he's gonna have a better year than he did last year. Yeah, well I mean I kind of in the red zone this year. Huh? I said you think I'll throw a touchdown in the red zone this year? I mean yeah, I mean he had twenty of them. I don't know how many were red zone ones, but he had a decent amount. But I think he's always better second year offense with his second year as offense coordinator, and I feel like that offense got obviously better with Calvin Ridley Calvin Ridley over um uh, Taylor Gabriel and. We got right guard now, Brandon Fusco. So, I don't know. I think he'll have a better year than... Do you think that Julio's stats will stay the same with them adding, Cal- adding Calvin Ridley? Yeah. Yeah. Because that kind of worried me with taking Odell. I think, or if Julio, anything... I love Julio, I think, if anything, it takes the you think it takes more pressure off Tal- of him. Tyler Gabriel had a lot of yards last year. But, Gabe, but like, I think Ridley's way better than Calvin Yeah, so do I. I just think... I think rookie receivers sometimes struggle in their first couple weeks. I think Calvin Ridley will have, like... Seven eight hundred yards receiving this year. All right, that's a lot. Getting into our next segment, we're gonna rank all the divisions in football. Sure. So I, don't know I if think you guys we all wanna start. Yeah. Do you guys want to start from worst nope. to best or best to worst? Uh, probably worst to best. Worst to best. All right. Yeah. So we'll start with the worst, which I think we can all agree, all agree. on is the AFC East. Which is weird to say because they have like the best team in it. Yeah. Possibly. Not actually. They're the best AFC team. Uh, but, but like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the team that's always up there. Like, they're always winning Super Bowls, but maybe it's because they have the bad division. They've, I mean, they haven't that's really a hot had. Take. They haven't had. They, the division hasn't been good since the Dolphins pulled the Wildcat out their butt. Yeah, they and even then, it was. Been, yeah. You saw, like, little sprinkles of the Jets for a couple of years, but even then, it was like, yeah, that maybe defense was good. Sam Darnold <laughs> yeah. turned the team around. Yeah, right. And then, so after that. You have. I was thinking maybe the AFC North, AFC North or AFC 
It's either a, it's it's got to be one of the I th- AFCs. I think it's either the AFC North or the NFC East. You think the NFC East is that bad? Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as you're taking it out today. You think? I I think the North is probably worse. I think the North is worse. I think the North is worse. I think we could. Yeah. I think I think six is then. I think the six worse would definitely be um the NFC East. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think I got all right. It's weird as a like an Eagles fan there because like. Obviously, the Cowboys, Giants, and Redskins play us way differently than other teams do, and mm-hmm. so I think they're a little bit better than they maybe are. But I think the Redskins might be. I think they're going to get a little, a little bit. bit better than last year. I yeah. think nine and seven probably. And I think the Giants are going to be better than last year. I think the Cowboys are going to get worse. But I think like, the Cowboys are one of the worst teams in football, and I think the Giants could either be. They're hit or miss. They could be really bad because that offense is a big question mark, and their defense is aids. Yeah, it could be really bad. Yeah. So I, that's I why could, I, I think that yeah, because the other divisions the are definitely and thicker. the other divisions are a lot are really good. So then six, fifth, AFC West maybe. Yeah, uh, that's pro- I'd probably say either that or the South is really a, uh, it's really a toss up because the Texans can be really good. Right, I, I think the South is worse, worse than, than, than the West. West. I I think so too because the Colts are a big question mark. I don't like the Titans even though they made the playoffs. The Texans are definitely like. Also, I think they're. I think it's that like they're. I think they're kind of like a boom or like. It's boom, yeah, boom. That whole division is because like I could like the Jaguars could kind of take a step back this year too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then like the Broncos, I I love the Chargers this year. I I like the Chargers. I like the Broncos. I like the Raiders, and I like the Chiefs. I I don't like the Raiders, but like I think they're all. I think it's four solid teams compared to like a good, too bad, and like a decent. Yeah, I agree. To, I think they should probably go. So here's the real question: Is is the AFC West the fourth best team in the league, or is it an NFC uh, division? I said team division. I could see. I could see the West, NFC West. I think the NFC West is really bad. I think it's below the AFC West. I think so. I I think so too, and I think people are. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think people are overrating the Rams a little bit. When you get that much talent on a team, there can be a point where you have too much talent mm-hmm. at a time and not enough chemistry together. Right. Where you think you can just mesh a team with a bunch of people yeah, and it just matter. doesn't work. So I could see that really coming into fruition. The I could see the Seahawks bad. being really bad this year. Like, yeah. very, like, like, very terrible. No Sherman. Uh, no Cam. Earl Thomas doesn't want to play for them. No Cam Chancellor. They have Bobby Wagner. They lost Michael They lost Michael Bennett. Like, Doug Baldwin might be out for the first couple of weeks. Mm. Is he hurt? Yeah. Like, that... Like, Dolphins lines Russell still Wilson bad. is so good, but yeah. like he will be able to win like a couple games. Yeah, he'll like, be able to win but, like four games, but the, after that's gonna be really bad. Um, the Cardinals are aren't aren't very good. No, nah, yeah. And then the Niners are, can either they be could really be good or really bad. bad I, don't think same I don't know. I'm worried about the. So I would say I would say the NFC West is that's four right is is four yeah. And then I'd probably say the AFC C3, West yeah. It's probably the third best, and this is where it gets tricky. Because you have the NFC South and the NFC North. Now I have I don't know I don't like the NFC North at all. Can we go to tie? You don't like the NFC North at all. No. So you think would you say the AFC West is better than the NFC North? AFC West. Hold on. That's the Chiefs Raiders. I I don't know because I I think all right so that's what I, I think, think the Packers and Vikings are good. I I, I think I guess I, it's all right. I think they they have the, a chance to. be... I think you're overrating it a tad bit. I think they have. I think they have the chance, both of them have a high chance of making the Super Bowl. I just don't like the Packers at all. I really like the Packers. I, if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, I, I think they're definitely in. I just don't know if he can backpack it that much. I think he can. He, just, I mean, he like, did He did in, in um, 
what year? What three years ago now? So 2015 was it? But when like, the Seahawks Patriots. That whole team is three years older now. Like, like that team. Uh, Who's but, their best defensive player right now? They have a pretty solid Mike defense. Daniels. They have a pretty solid defense. Mike, they have Daniels and Wilkerson now, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then I they mean, they drafted two corners. Yeah. But like rookie corners are very rarely good unless yeah. you're Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, but look, look at look at our look at our young corners last year. Not they a weren't lot. that good. Yeah, but we still won the Super right, Bowl. So this is how I see our offense was. I see this the offense. Way better this than that offense could be very good. Our line was better than theirs. Our receivers are better than theirs. Our, this, I, I think. I think you're underrating. They're trying the to get rid of Randall Cobb. Like, who's their who's their number two and three receiver? They right really, now? they really like Geronimo Allison. Who, if your name's Geronimo, you're not good at anything. <laughs> Dude, he had a, a couple good. He had like one good game. He got a freaking team of the week card, and it was for like. I I, I think Geronimo Allison actually might have a really pretty good year. I don't know, and then we have they have Jimmy Graham, obviously, but yeah. I feel like they always have like a solid tight end on that team. But so. Jimmy Graham really reinvented himself, and I think it'd be really good for Aaron Rodgers. I just think it's like don't believe the hype. So, all right, so I feel like the Vikings and the Packers have a better chance of making the Super Bowl than the Saints and the Falcons, in my opinion. I, don't know. I think the Saints I have like, a better chance than the Packers. Yeah, only because I, their team is more complete. Yeah. I think the Packers are just, in my opinion, better than the Falcons. It's I th- I would I th- I think I would debate that because the Falcons' offense is head over heels better than that Packers' offense. Three I mean, solid receivers, their tight ends not horrible. They have two really good running backs. I think their offensive line's better. And Matt Ryan is Devontae Freeman wasn't that great last year. I he mean, wasn't horrible. He wasn't. I mean, and he he, was th- he, had he missed a couple games. Yeah. He had concussions and a hamstring. But he's 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 like. Does get injured a little bit, like I know, but I mean, who? Ty was I, hurt, and then I Jamal just, Adams, like, like Ty Montgomery, you mean? Ty Montgomery. Or, what did I say? Yeah, Ty Hill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I just like the Packers better, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's interchangeable, I guess. I say Ty. So, so we'll just say that that one one A and one B is NFC North, NFC South. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. And we just broke down the NFL for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to. Baseball. The Philadelphia Phillies in the past eighteen games have lo- have dropped twelve. They're six and twelve over the last eighteen. Are they? Are they still second, right, in the division? Second in the in the division. How much further behind the Braves? Four um four games now. They wow. just lost today to the to the Blue Jays when they were up five to nothing in the fourth. Wow. You lose eight to six. It can't happen. You can't. If you look who the Phillies have played. They played the Mets just in the oh, past yeah, three yeah. series. The Mets. You need to take that series. The They're Mets are bad. one of the worst teams in the MLB right now. Mm-hmm. The Nationals, who are a very average team, and yeah. they also traded Daniel Murphy and Matt and Matt Adams as well. Right, right. And they were up in, t- in the two games they lost. They were up late and, and gave up a walk off to Ryan Zimmerman, and they lost an, another game they should have won. Mm-hmm. Now... Last night they have a chance to pick up a game on the Braves, and you lose to the one another one of the worst teams yeah. in baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, you just can't keep losing to these subpar sub five hundred teams. I think their biggest problem is their uh, like their relief pitching and Re- the relief pitching is god awful. Like their starters like have been on like seem like they're like pitching their five six innings and it's very 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 good, and then whoever comes in after that just lets up eight runs. Arietta has been really really bad late, uh, lately. Yeah. yeah, he's ERA in the past th- four starts now has been like close to like I believe like seven. Oh, wow. Jeez. But Nola's Cy no, Nola's Nola's the Cy Young leader right now. He just outpitched Definitely. he just outpitched Scherzer the other night. Mm-hmm. The other day, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
in a 2 nothing win where Aduba finally, finally did something. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, our biggest problem right now is Reese Hoskins is, is hitting over under 200 yeah. for the month. He's hitting 180-something. And wow. Oduble is also, in the past three months, has been hitting under 240. Jeez. His batting average went from 340 in the start of the year to now it's, he's hitting in the 260s. Jeez. So you uh, think it's like, I don't know how this really makes sense because I don't know how baseball chemistry goes, but like adding all those players from trade, do you think that has anything to do with like the way they mesh or anything no, like that? No, uh, not in, uh, that, that's usually not how it is in baseball. In baseball, it's more like when a couple people are hot hitting, the whole team gets hot. Mm-hmm. Like a, a really, like a big saying in baseball that everyone uses is hitting is con- is contagious. Right. Because once someone just starts getting on a roll, another person does, and then the whole team gets on a roll. Right, right. And that's when you see people bust Go out like, thirteen game yeah, win real streaks, long win streaks, yeah, thirteen out of fifteen, stuff mm-hmm. like that. When you are, and especially when your best player is hitting really bad, usually bad. the team hits bad. As Drupal Cabrera, we took it, we. Uh, traded for him. It was really hot from the Mets, and he's hit under 200 since we um, traded for him. Has he really? Yeah, he's doing wow. really bad. Wilson Ramos has been all right. Wilson Ramos has been really good. Alfaro even today had a, had a single uh, for an RBI. It's just we have a lot. This team really reminds me, if I'm being honest, of the 2007 Phillies, the year before they won the World Series, because they had a lot of kinks they had to work out. They ended up losing that to that. Um, they ended up making the playoffs in the very last game of the year after the Mets lost and the Phillies won. Yeah. And they ended up losing in the wild card to the so, Rockies, who would end up going to the World Series. But they needed – Cole Hamels was still young. Ryan Howard was still young. Chase Utley was a couple years in. J-Roll right. was like six years vet. They got, their, they, got their, team. they got their core. Yeah. We're getting our core together. There's rumors of us getting Bryce Harper in the offseason and Manny Machado we're really high on. Yeah. And Manny Machado is apparently loves being in the East and doesn't like being out West. Right. His family. So that's a plus. I would really love to have Machado. I don't want to give up on J.P. Crawford, but it doesn't look like he's going to be even close to the player he's, he was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, I really the third baseman, right? He's a he's he wants to play short. He can play okay. short. Yeah, because Franco has been on. Fire. Franco has been he's, lighting it up. He's, he's been, been the our, best, like the best player recently. Yeah, yeah. And he's so, like I feel like I wouldn't give up on that if he's back in his group. No, a lot of people gave up on him in general because he hit like two forty last year. But this year he's hitting two eighty with like twenty homers and like seven close to seventy RBIs. I believe that's good. That's solid. He's having a solid year, and you know I feel like just, you don't want to get rid of a solid come up, player. Even nah, if, even if it's like. Like even if he's not your best player, I think he's someone you don't want to replace. He still brings that. It was me, my bad. He still brings that type of play that you need out of like. So he's been hitting the six hole a lot this year, for most of the year, and he's bringing pop to the plate in the sixth spot, which doesn't happen in the National League especially as often. And he's his glove's been pretty good this year, and and he's um, among the top ten. In third baseman for batting average, RBIs, and home runs, so he brings a lot to the table, and I don't mm-hmm. think, I think he de- he's definitely like beneficial to keep on the team. Yeah, going into next year, and he's someone you can you can build a, like, like that can help build this team up with Hoskins and Kingery and Oduble, and if you can get Harper and if you can get Machado, that's just a good core. Mm-hmm. Our one problem where we're really 
stuck at is Carlos Santana, who hasn't had a bad year. He has not been good. But it's his on base percentage has been very good. He gets walked a lot. But the thing is, is we brought him on as a as a power hitter oh, and an RBI guy, and we really wanted him to hit in the four hole. I feel. And what you want out of your four hole hitter is a lot of home runs and a lot of RBIs, which he's brought to the table. He does have like close to seventy RBIs. But I don't want my four hole batter walking. I want I, I want him hitting for for power and, and driving right. in those runs. Right, right. Which is why we moved him to the two hole for a little while there, because he was getting on base. Mm-hmm. We did kind of how do I say handicap ourselves with moving Hoskins to left field when he can easily play first. first. And then that's a spot that you have for the young guys to play, which you wouldn't have seen Nick Williams sitting most of the year pinch hitting. Scott Kingery would have probably got more time too. I'm just not the huge biggest Carlos Santana fan. Yeah, that was a bad contract, honestly, because he I'm got not, a good amount of money. It. But yeah, like, twenty million a year. I think the last couple of years, he just hasn't been good. Yeah, like, he was good on that World Series one, but that's that's it really was like, it. Yeah, it was kind of like, like I don't know. You hear the name, and I feel like he's just is kind of past. His yeah, he's just in a prime. He's like in a he's like an average player, honestly. Mm-hmm. How much aren't they giving him like a twenty million? Back? Yeah, I thought it was something yeah. like that. I think it was two years twenty two two years forty million. It could have been three years sixty mil. Baseball contracts are insane. Oh yeah, huge. Jeez. Huge. But the Phillies really need to get if they really want to make a run here, they really need to to get their groove back and they need to get their pitching. We traded for Luis Avilon, who's been pretty well, pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. And our hitting just needs to come alive because we're still we're still very much in this, and we need to pick up some games on the. Breeze. I was say, especially coming into like the last month of the season, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. It's time to pick up some steam, and I'm really excited to see if they do. But these struggles have really been irritating to watch. Yeah, are they like in the playoffs right now, or are they just no? Out? Because that National League is so good this year. Okay, and so like the Dodgers aren't even in the playoffs right now. I thought the Dodgers were kind of like in this year. Uh, no, they're actually at the I beginning. Mean, they, they, really they were, but like they're they got Manny Machado yeah, and Brian like, Dozier and stuff like that. Then they're not even. In the so playoffs we pretty much right have now. to win the division to make the playoffs. Yeah, I would say we need to win the division. But moving on, more Philly sports talks. Sports talk here is Markel Fultz, who I'm very excited for, and he's yeah. recreated his jump shot. And he's, I just feel like this guy's too athletic not to be good. Yeah, I don't know. Athleticism, like yeah, I know you've said it before, where like oh, it doesn't. Yeah, like athleticism always, skill is just yeah, too like, totally. That's why you don't thing. like Zaire. But like I feel like even though he had the cold, well, I don't even know the like he obviously had the yips last year or whatever. Like, yeah. You watch him like at the end of the season when he came back and he showed signs of just like, like really, really like brilliance. Like you see, um. Like, I've seen a lot of, like, redrafts that don't even have him in the top 10. <laughs> that's a joke. And that's insane to me, considering, like, he played, like, 20 minutes and dropped a triple-double. And it's not even like he was stat-padding. Like, you saw he hustled for rebounds. Like, you, he was taking them out of other teams' hands. No, nah, he was. The only thing about that was there, there was a lot of garbage-time players playing. Like, you know what I mean? I know, but still, like, it was, like, he earned it. No, no, he definitely earned it. I, I Listen, I'm the biggest false fan. I'm, I, I think he's... He passes he's, the eye test more than oh him. oh yes like rewatching his highlights from last he's year he's a great like, finisher it's insane he's yeah. a great finisher it, it looks like he has his shot down which Drew Hanlon is a great is great with that yeah whatever he did I need some of that like uh-huh. like the pictures he posts like yeah. it looks like the most who like, is that it's just a trainer yeah. oh on the Sixers no nah, just uh oh I just mean, like a shoot on the, oh, he's on okay. the West Coast I think right yeah oh okay and so 
I know. I just know that he's like he did Embiid. He helped Embiid with his. He jumper. works with Tatum. Yeah. He works with a lot of people. But like, he's like the jump shot whisperer. Yeah, he <laughs> just. I like, like that's what like I wanted to get into this. Um, a lot of people were saying like, a lot of the teams in the East improved and the Sixers didn't do anything, and I just think that's a little insane to me considering like. Like we might not have done anything, but the like, young players' talents improves. Yeah, yeah our 100%. young people are going to get better, and Fultz is going to play an actual rookie year, and we have Wilson Chandler. Like I think we improved more than people are actually giving him credit I, for. I, I, like, I think obviously we're definitely we didn't get the superstar we wanted, but Markel Fultz literally could be that superstar. Like he's looking like he could be like a Damian Lillard type. He's player. one of the fastest players I've seen with like with the ball in transition as well. And with matched with that athleticism and Ben Simmons, if him and Ben Simmons can play on the court, and I think Embiid's gonna have, when Embiid sets his mind to something, he he does it, yeah. and he really has his mind set on this MVP, and I think you could see an MVP type season from Embiid this year, which I don't even care about. I want I want to see I want to see rings. I don't want to see MVP. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think I think um, I think Markel honestly has a lot of room to grow like physically actually because like you see him running. His arms look bigger for his body, and his feet look huge. Like, uh-huh. he looks like a puppy, where, like, they just have these huge <laughs> Like balls. a bulldog. Yeah, like, he looks like he can grow, like, three, four more inches, and, like, that's kind of... Well, he's creepy. still only a kid. Like, it's he's, crazy to think about. He's younger than us. Yeah, yeah. All of us. Like, and that's why I don't get how people are saying, bust, bust, bust. But, like, it, it seems like he got rid of the yips. Yeah. From what I've seen, it seems like he's really, really motivated to get better. And you can call me crazy or whatever, but I believe he has more upside and a higher ceiling than Jason Tatum does. Yeah, because, like, honestly, like, Tatum looked fantastic in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, like, like he also has, a, like, kind of a log jam at his position on the team. And I know coming into the draft, a lot of people said, like, Tatum's the, the most, most NBA player. Ready. He's yeah. the most NBA-ready player. So, obviously, he's going to be ready as soon as he comes in the league. But saying that is, what does Tatum really have to improve on? Yeah, uh, that's my that's like, my whole point. Like, yeah. So you think he hit his peak? I don't think I think he can obviously still, get better at defense and like, but he's he already get, has like the body for it, so you don't see him growing that much more. He's gonna get sm- he's gonna get smarter. That's what Tatum's gonna do. He's gonna realize when he can pick and choose when he's gonna score, and what's gonna grow with Tatum is his mental aspect. If he's that's what's gonna show on the court. If he's smart enough to put together, hey, I can take over for this span of a game for the last two minutes. Right, I'm gonna do it. I just feel and like certain things like that, and like making the right play every time, and like like in the last game of the season last year for them, game seven, there was a a time where it was like a tie ball game, and he didn't shoot the ball for three minutes, and they went down by five, and the five points isn't a lot, but in a playoff game it is. Yeah. And there's times when he's the best player on the court, and he just didn't doesn't know it. And like I know, like a lot of Celtics fans were like wanting him to shoot more. And he's gonna learn that he he's once he gets more years under his belt, he's gonna shoot more, and he's just gonna he's gonna get better that way. His his his, but his play like his skill wise when it comes to ball handling, and shooting and finishing at the rim, I think is what it's gonna be for the rest of his career. Not the rest of his career, but he's gonna improve on it, but very minorly. Yeah, like I don't know what he can improve on because he's honestly a very very good player. He's very good. Yeah, I just think Fultz. Is gonna be a better defender for his position he than Tatum is. Defense. He was like a top twenty ranked yeah. point guard, I think, when it came to defense. Definitely has control of the court better than Tatum, I think. 
definitely sees the court better. Yeah. Now all it comes down to is if he can score at will like Tatum kind of. Yeah, times. definitely like, especially as a Sixers fan, I'm worried about um, just the Celtics in general because I feel like they, I feel like they're gonna have a really small window because Kyrie could potentially leave after this year, which you see those reports all over the place. And then they have Hayward signed for whatever three, four years. They have Tatum as a rookie, Jalen Brown, who they're gonna have to resign, Al Horford, like Terry Rozier. Like I feel like they have this core of young players, but I think their contracts are all coming up around the same time. And you can't be spending like sending fifteen to twenty million to all these people, mm-hmm. like especially when they're all the same position. So yeah. it's like I'm worried about it. Well, but then like I'm a... kind of worried his growth might get a little bit stunted, especially with like having like a star like. Um, Hayward over you and Brown, who's like, obviously been in the league. I know he's not better than – I know he's better than Brown, but he's kind of going to have to play like a stretch four role, and I don't know if he's going to be suited he's for that as much. But the thing is, is can the stretch fours cover him too? I know, but like I feel like he's like a three, and you need – I feel like you need a stretch four to do something differently than you need a three to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like the, the way the NBA is going is he can switch on any position. And no, I'm not even talking about just the defense. I'm saying like – like will he like, will he be able to get the rebounds? Will he be able to, like you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, no, no. I get what you're trying to say. I just, I wonder how much of a problem that's going to be when you have good rebounding guards and good rebounding forwards that, or just good rebounding in general. I don't know if that team really had great rebounding though. I mean, with Horford, you're going to get like eight a game. I thought he only seven. I don't, I don't think he ever averaged close to that. No, I think he averaged six, like six now. Six I'm thinking yeah. about yeah. He's not a great rebounder. He's a smart player, but. He's not like, like I think I would be happier if I had like, like a big center in the paint and then Horford as the four. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the offense. I, I just don't like. feel like that's the way the NBA is going now. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think it. I think it works. I think people no, can find it, a way to work it. It does. Like the Sixers find a way to work it with Embiid, even though he can shoot from twenty feet out, twenty twenty two feet, twenty two footers. He can shoot the three a little bit, but the Celtics have really have a have a chance, I think the biggest chance, to be the team that takes the Warriors down this year. Now, I don't see it it's, happening. It's really, it's weird. I don't see it happening, but I see them as having the best chance. chance. Because you have, you can send a lot at that team. You have Tatum, you have Brown, you have Hayward, and Kyrie, every time Kyrie and Curry play on the same court, Kyrie is out, just outplays Curry. Mm-hmm. I like Steph Curry. I like Kyrie a lot, but... It's just, it's just facts that like yeah. Kyrie just outplays Curry. I just I think um, Gordon Hayward is kind of the X factor. No, I think he's a little overrated, honestly. Cause really, he's never averaged like it. Kind of like I feel like it made him look even worse that he never averaged twenty points per game in his career, and then Donovan Mitchell came right in and put up twenty three on the exact same team yeah. and made them better. And so like I'd be like. Like, I feel like that kind of devalues him a little bit that a rookie came in and just completely took your spotlight. And, like, they're pretty much like Gordon who. Like, they were – like, coming into the year, I thought the Jazz were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then That's why I thought Donovan Mitchell deserved that. Yeah, and then the Mitchell really killed it. But, like, like that – like, as your number two star, like, you look at the Warriors who they have Durant and Curry who can score on any possession given. You have – Clay who put up like 18 points per game and that's kind of like he puts up like kind of the same amount of points that Clay does and Clay's like the third best player on that team. Yeah, but I think that like I think the Celtics team is so much is so much deeper though. Yeah, but it is. I 
I don't think deepness matters when it comes to the Warriors. Because their I, starters I th- can I think play it, 42 minutes I think like it, it's nothing. I think it does. I and But then you got to worry about Boogie. Is Al Horford yeah, going to match up yeah, with Boogie? Yeah, but, but how much... Do you still think Boogie's going to be even remotely the same player off an Achilles tear? What, like, they, it shows that they, he won't be, statistically. But, like, I don't think the Warriors have ever, ever had a problem with depth because every single year their bench leaves and they bring in JaVale McGee, who everybody's like, are you kidding me, JaVale McGee? Oh, Nick Young, are you kidding me? Oh, this person, are you kidding me? And they all end up just playing so well on that team. So I don't think depth, like, I think it's just scheme. To where that bench just plays well. I don't know, because the Rockets really looked like if they stayed healthy, they were going to beat them. Yeah. But, I mean, that's like a what if, though. No, no, it is a what if. I just think, like, like, I think Mike's right. I I think the Warriors are definitely beatable. I think people are giving up on this this season way too early because of there's five all stars on on a team now. But, yeah, like, Boogie's not going to even play until February. No. And he's coming off an Achilles tear on a big man. When does that. That dominates people. That that Kobe was never the same. Granted, he was old. Oh, excuse me. And I mean, honestly, in in what sport does someone come from back from Achilles tear and and is good? I mean, just off the top of my head, Ryan Howard was absolute garbage after he tore his Achilles. When the Eagles tore their Achilles, was it Hicks or was it Jason Peters? Peters. Was it? Yeah, I think he's gonna be fine though. That's such, that's so different though. I feel yeah, because you literally just have to stand up and push people with yeah. your arms. Yeah, I which you 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 get a lot of power from your legs and everything, yeah. but I feel like running up and down a court and relying on speed is a lot harder than yeah. just yeah blocking. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's easy to block, no. but right? No, 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 that's you mean. <laughs> I just feel like yeah, I think that I feel like there's definitely a roadmap of the Warriors getting beat this year, and I feel like the Celtics definitely have a big chance. And I hate to say it because I, I'm. I'm a Sixers fan and I don't like the Celtics and it's just the I don't know see like there's a roadmap I, I feel like I could see Toronto actually giving them a run for their money just because like I could see Kawhi holding Gordon Hayward to ten points a game and then I, not actually no because they're really bad in the playoffs and Kyle Lowry sucks in the playoffs yeah but I mean Kyle Lowry's gonna get lit up by Kyrie I have this this weird feeling in my stomach that Celtics aren't making the finals this year and I don't know why I I I could see listen like I they are a very injury prone team yeah you never know with the Sixers but I mean if Embiid takes this huge step up if Simmons takes this huge step up and if Markel Fultz takes this huge step up. Yeah, like and, at, and people are forgetting about Dario, who's gonna only get better. And we still have Covington and Wilson who's, Chandler, who's good defensively. And Wilson Chandler is gonna be great off the bench. It's just like we. I feel like we adding Markel and Wilson are adding two ballers to the team, like just who will score if you give them the ball. And, and that's we're gonna we so we're bad. gonna make those late late pickups in in in, in trade deadline February. March, where we pick up someone like a Bellinelli or, or Ilya Sovic. Yeah, it's like, just gonna happen because people want to play with. Ben. Exactly, and it could Joel. be someone like Nicole, like like Batum this year, like Nick Batum. That would be cool. Like because like, he has a huge contract, he'll probably end up getting bought out, and he might be one of the players that that Ryan could end Anderson up. could end up on the white team somehow. I think he has too many years. I know. I think it's this year and next year. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, for some reason, I could just see us picking up a big contract just for a year. Yeah, yeah. Because like we no, have no. so much money right now, and we don't have to spend it for a couple of years. I would, I wouldn't do it because I think no, I, I don't want. want no, Ryan no, 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 no. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know. I, I just don't like want to get yeah. someone on a couple year contract just to fill up with money. All right. But uh, I think this was a very successful 
first three and D. Yep, three and D. I liked it. But uh, we're signing off, boys. See ya. Peace. Thanks for thanks for listening. See ya. Hey, Steve. Steve.